0: Welcome to the Boho News Podcast. Here, we share the latest news, comments, and opinion from across the boutique, lifestyle, and luxury hotel sectors, along with thought provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, editor at BHN, and host of this week's episode. This time, I'm speaking to Bram van der Hoek, the CEO of Circle Collection, to discuss the launch of new brands, Circle Hotels and Ater the future growth of boutique hotels, and plans for future expansion. Well, wow. Bram, absolute delight to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing?
1: Thank you. I'm, I'm doing fine. How are you yourself, Louise? Uh, and thank you for having me, you know, on this podcast.
0: You are most welcome. And I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. And Bram, where are you calling from today?
1: I'm calling from our head office in sunny Amsterdam, to be honest, you know, finally, because we had a very long winter in Amsterdam. So this is our head office here in the city centre and our regional office in Amsterdam.
0: Oh, well, how delightful. So as our listeners may be familiar, we are going to kick off with some quickfire personal questions to get to know you, Bram, a little better. So my first question to yourself, What do you find enjoyable about your job?
1: Ooh, that's a, uh, that's a good question. You know, um, I, first of all, I think, you know, I have the best job ever, you know, um, if you ask me, it's so diverse and uh, my days are never, you know, itself, you know, it's, it's always, it's uh, always changing. But I think what I like the most is, is that I'm really touching every aspect of the business. Um, mm. So of course, you know, my, my, my agenda is kind of scheduled, you know, uh, every day of the week, uh, um, and this is also because I think, you know, I need to be disciplined, you know, and uh, consistent, you know, on, you know, meeting my people, of course, uh, the team. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, you know, what I really love is basically every aspect of the job, which is, you know, daily running after our business. But of course, people, you know, it's um, um, I think that's that's what I love, uh, love the most. Um, and and I think particularly for Circle Collection, because I don't know, I, th- I think, you know, Eloise a little bit my background. I started off as a GM in one of our hotels, actually, um, a long time ago, like 14 years ago, when I met uh, the owner who uh, basically took over the hotel. Um, but, you know, what I really enjoyed the most, actually, since I met actually the owner, is that whole entrepreneurial spirit in the company. Yeah. And uh, we started with that, and uh, we crafted all those beautiful brands and um and it never stops, you know it's it's in our DNA, you know that uh, entrepreneurial spirit. So uh, this is what i uh, what I do love, you know the most. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you find challenging about your job?
1: Um challenging. you know, it's um interesting, you know, Obviously you need to be on always, you know, your radar is always always on. And sometimes you know especially and with all the digitalization you know in the last you know you know 10 years this last decade you know you're always on in any case you know with uh with the internet you know your mobile phone etc etc but i think you need to be always on as a ceo you know so what's going on in the business and uh and i think that's you know it's uh it's it comes natural of course with the job but sometimes you know you wish okay um it could be a little bit less
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that's one of the the things that is that is challenging of course but at the same time you know it's uh, it is part of the part of the job uh, yeah
0: mm-hmm. and what's the best piece of advice that you've been given
1: um best piece of advice is slow down to go faster uh, nice. I think that's that's something you know, actually, I think it sits also a little bit in into me, you know, I think one mm-hmm. of my five strengths is that I'm a little bit you know deliberative, you know, so um and sometimes that's kind of you know works in my job. Um, but sometimes it's good, you know to do it like a step back and then you know think and talk about you know with uh, with your team how to move faster. Um, mm-hmm. but I think also curiosity is important, you know, asking a lot of questions uh particularly you know questions in areas that are not so close to your heart you know just to make sure that you understand a little bit you know a little better you know Mm -hmm. um that area of of the of the business um and I think consistency you know it's been something that someone always someone told me actually at one of my former bosses you know be consistent you know in what you're doing
0: and what are your three bucket list items
1: it's, it's probably not, you know, a bucket list item, but I think health, you know, maybe yeah. it's because I'm getting older. And uh, <laughs> of course, uh, you know, you start to realize and, you know, unfortunately, you know, also the circle of life also some, sometimes comes, you know, with mm-hmm. that you're losing people around you. And I think when age is coming, you know, to you, I think it's kind of um, understanding that, you know, we should not take that for granted because this is, you know, where it all started, you know, so a yeah. good health. But of course, um, yes, if you start to look, to think about, you know, a bucket list, definitely, you know, some travel. I would mm-hmm. like to, do. I'd, you know, Japan is still actually on my list. Never mm-hmm. been there and uh, would really, would really love to go there um, once. And there are so many other places, you know, in the world I haven't discovered. So traveling for sure. Mm-hmm. If there's a little bit of more time, something else in my bucket list, you know, yeah, one day I hope to... I don't know where I hope to live somewhere close to the beach, you know, every time when I'm when I see the beach, you know, I get excited and uh, I love dogs, you know, so uh, walking, you know, on the beaches with dogs. I think that's uh, that's definitely something, you know, sounds ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
0: um, what's your favorite song, book or film?
1: Okay, in that order, songs, Um, so many songs, you know. Mm. uh, To be honest, I really think, uh, and now I start to feel I'm getting older, but the 70s and 80s music is, for me, it's still, I I must say, I I hear it more and more lately, but when I think about, you know, the 70s, 80s, you know, it it really goes every kind of directions from The Police, Duran Duran, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Mm -hmm. DG's, David Bowie, um so a favorite song would be definitely i think Brian Ferry you know with Avalon or i think it's hard to choose Fleetwood Mac Yeah <laughs>
0: okay good suggestions yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But i also do like you know some uh, some music you know, like like i think Harry Styles is actually now in town in Amsterdam for a concert and a song like As It Was you know for me is also you know i love it's. it as well
0: so catchy and you can't get it out of your head when you hear it on the radio he is doing yeah. a phenomenal job my colleague is actually um due to see or has already seen harry Styles in concert and yeah. she's taking her two younger daughters and i'm like who who are you there for really yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's true. true. No, but I love that vibe of that song as well. You know, it's it's always good. But honestly, I always, if, if I look at my playlist, it's, it's often it's 70s and 80s, you know, kind of music. You know, I don't um, give, you know, a lot of time for myself to read books. Um, but the last book I read, I read was, uh, a book called old wise dogs, you know, from, I think it's a German journalist who wrote it, um, Ali Ali Ellie Redinger. Mm-hmm. And this is the wisdom of, uh, of all dogs, you know? And, uh, so what you basically, I have a dog myself, a accent, you know, it's really interesting to read, to read that book, you know, about, you know, what you can learn, you know, from, uh, from the dogs and, uh, it's, I love that. And I also movies, and I don't really, honestly, uh, allow myself, you know, to look at a lot of. Them. I, I mean, I do Netflix, you know, once, mm. uh, once. You know, and then I, I, I watch more docu, docus, you know, the yeah. documentaries, and um, yeah, the one, the one I really like, you know, is this. Um, I don't know if you know Fran Lebowitz, you know, she is like the a of city in New York. It's really nice, you know. It's a, it's a writer, and she she talks about, you know, the basically. The lifestyle of the true new yorker and uh it's really nice i can highly recommend it you know to uh, to watch them on on netflix as well and someone said and i i never and i i should actually see actually the white lotus you know i haven't seen it have you seen it yourself
0: no i haven't but hosted a webinar not so long ago where we talked about how tv <laughs> sets and locations are actually inspiring people to travel more and visit where these yeah. um tv shows are set the white lotus yeah. being a prime example yeah of yeah spurring travel but no i haven't watched it yet they need to
1: yeah that's also on my list i think it's on hbo i don't have uh, mm. hbo to be honest but uh, everyone says you know have you still not seen it I said, no, i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> that, so it's it's apparently very important you know to see it
0: Let's let's swap notes when we both get round to watching the White Lotus. How yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so let's now talk about Circle Collection. And I'm excited to hear that you are launching a new brand, Circle Hotels, and it's coming to London. So please, Bram, tell us more about the launch and what guests can expect from this new addition to the hotel scene.
1: Yes, yes. London, yes, finally. I mean, we wanted this already for so many years, but it's been so difficult, you know, to enter a market like London. Um, but yes, uh, we're going to open um, our first uh, property in uh, Devonshire Square, on Devonshire Square. It's an old warehouse and it's that beautiful, lively square uh, surrounded, you know, Liverpool's, uh, Liverpool Street. Um, and there we open our very first Circle brand, um, which is a brand new uh, brand. Um, and what we're going to offer there is um, is a, let's say, sophisticated, you know, um, full service hotel. And mm-hmm. um, it will cater nearly 90, 90 bedrooms, including suites um we will open a restaurant up there seven north um, which we are making it Elial shani and uh, we're managing it uh, you know together actually with uh, with him and so we're very excited about it and um a membership uh, the cover we're going to open up there Obviously, it comes with a gin and a nice yoga room and I think we have countless bars I think we have, well, we'll have we'll be having five bars in the in the hotel and a beautiful garden up there so we really can't wait you know to uh, to open this uh, this hotel up there and as I said you know we wanted to uh, to be in London for so long and yeah we're over excited you know to launch our first new brand circle
0: well perhaps that might be the first time that we get to meet in person when the property launches when can we expect the hotel to open
1: um i would say winter you know mm-hmm. and that when this winter you know coming winter i in my career i never had i think one property <laughs> that you know opened earlier uh, i must say a few of them on time to be honest but never you know way earlier than expected but mm-hmm. um, I say winter i say winter 23 24 for sure and we we have to meet then, Luis. Well,
0: I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Second time now, a digital interview, and and yet yeah. in person.
1: Exactly, exactly. And let's hope you know many more will follow because that's that's the plan. You know that we wanted you know to have feet on the ground in London, and uh, after you know the first property, we're hopeful you know to open the additional properties up uh, up there. So yeah, we're over the moon. We're super excited about it.
0: Okay, and keeping in theme with hotel brands, I can see that a is another brand that's been co-opted under the circle umbrella. How does it differ from circle hotels in terms of target audience design and guest experience?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a tear is, is something that actually we worked on over COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean COVID was not just bad, you know. We um we basically took the time to to look at, you know, new opportunities for the company. And as a result, we, we opened actually, you know, the cover membership um in, in Barcelona, maybe you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh and and one of the other initiatives actually Ater, and Ater is a, is a hybrid you know hospitality concept where we were offer facilities for long and short stays uh, so to say, and um, and it's um, in a way you could say it's a kind of a simplified version of the best of luxury and in a serviced apartment kind of um, environment. Mm-hmm um and yes we're hoping uh, you know to open our first one here actually in the Netherlands in Rotterdam mm-hmm. and um what I like about this and we thought about it a lot about the, this brand with the uh, with the team is that um we would like to create offer a concept that um, doesn't have you know all the traditional hotel facilities in terms of you know staffing it's uh it's a place where you can actually stay for one night two nights or even a month if you if you like it's, it has rooms it has studios it has even apartments you know from smaller to larger sizes and uh, obviously we would like to take advantage of the whole mm-hmm. digital uh, digitalization of it uh, and and if you need someone, some something, you know, we have an app up there, you know, to assist you. Uh, so we're we're really really excited. The team is working on it, and uh, we're aiming, you know, to have this open. Uh, well, this time, well, I think a little bit later this time, uh, more July, I think next year.
0: Let's now move to talk about boutique hotels and something that I've been reading and writing about is that boutique hotels have performed very well above traditional hotels in terms of ADRs um, and occupancy particularly as consumer interest and arguably investor interest has also shifted to more independent authentic um, locally rooted properties yeah but do you think that the growth of boutique hotels is or may be impacted by the growing number of brands that are entering the market
1: um, yes and no, I think, okay. you know, um, because what I experience in my career and I think, and especially in the last five to 10 years, a lot of, you know, hoteliers, they call themselves boutique or mm. lifestyle or, you know, what's, what is in the name. And I think the true, true boutique is, is, are still the hotels that are really doing a deep dive, you know, in their communities, if you ask me and mm-hmm. for us community is always number number one so um when we open a place for us the neighborhoods are super important how do we connect not just with you know the local people around us but how do we lo- connect with the artists you know the the curators and yeah. and and i think that yes there are a lot of boutique lifestyle places and in fact you know yesterday i walked around here in amsterdam and i was in amsterdam west in the west area and every and I, I also saw you know new places I never saw before and they call themselves boutique and then mm. of course catch your attention and you walk in as a watch boutique here you know it's it's um, I think they kind of try to use it as a marketing tool rather than you know really you need what does it really mean and for us it's about communities really experiences you know that uh, so we stay away from all the tourists you know stuff Mm. and of course sometimes that's on your list as well when you when you visit uh, um, cities but for us we rather you know really do have meaningful um, uh, meaningful impactful experiences in our places so I think um, in a way I think it's always good you know that you know more and more so-called boutique lifestyle hotels are there because it, um it's it's kind of a signal that you know we always need to try harder and mm-hmm. and understand what really drives you know the, our communities and and there you know find that uh, that niche uh, to keep you ahead you know from the competition and yeah for us it's also you know stay true to our our values um of the brands and uh, I already mentioned you know entrepreneurial spirit is important for us but the surprising aspect is important. Um, creativity has always been mm-hmm. our backbone because all the brands we're doing within Circle Collection are all made, you know, in-house, um, what we're doing. Um, so whether that's a Circle brand or a Sur or a Max Brown, Park Central, everything, what we do is ourselves, and we're independent, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're not connected, you know, to bigger commitments, you know? Uh, so if we have a good idea, uh, Luis, you know, then, and we all believe in it, we do it. and uh, and this pays off. Mm
0: -hmm. That is something that I've argued for some time, no doubt spurred by the pandemic, is how independent owner operators and boutique hotels are so nimble that they can act on decisions very quickly, and because of that, they're very innovative, probably the most innovative type of hotel comparative to those around them. Let's talk about european expansion circle collection already has a very strong presence in europe but what are your plans for future growth in other regions
1: yeah yeah well in general our our vision is that you know we would actually double uh, would like to double print our existence you know our Mm -hmm. footprint And to be fair, Luis, I always preach, you know, let's, you know, open more places already in regions where we are, because obviously it also comes with investments not just on the property side and the operational side but it's also of course on your talent side Mm. Um, so here in amsterdam we have our office here um, and looking after the netherlands but in, in 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 berlin we have a hub you know that that caters basically germany and vienna in spain we have a hub in barcelona so i always preach you know let's to our development acquisition guys you know please you know focus focus on these areas because this is easier for us, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to scale up. Um, but of course, there are also regions that, you know, we do not exist and we want to be. Um, um, and I think London is a, is a perfect example. Um, so our short pipeline in the next 24 months is, is London, you know, with our Circle brand. Um, we will open two places in Milan, which is a new region for us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll open a Max Brown uh, hotel up there. And um, the famous, you know, Torre Velasca building actually will be, uh, is ours actually uh, for uh, to host only penthouse uh, suites, uh, and which is something really new for us. Um, in Vienna, we're going to open another, you know, Max Brown property uh, this year. Prague um, next year as well, we already discussed a tear, so mm-hmm. we have a beautiful pipeline of five, uh, five new, new hotels, but um, if you look in the regions that we're not uh, yet, um, is of course, you know, like places like Paris or but i think rome will come you know once we enter in milan obviously rome will come but we would love to be also in the nordics you know in copenhagen um and we tried already also a few times it didn't happen so far but in general you know we have a beautiful strategic deck you know where we want to be but sometimes you know we make exception exceptions you know like london milan is a good example but if tomorrow comes pops up something in paris then we definitely would like to be in paris as well
0: we are introducing a new closing tradition to this podcast where i'm asking every interviewee the same question to close off our conversation and bram that question is what's the one question that you've never been asked but you wish you had
1: well in most of you know the interviews i'm having it's always about you know the future Mm. Uh, You know, what's ahead, you know, what are the plans, etc. And I think my question would be, what are you the most proud of uh, looking back, you know, to uh, because that's always, you know, forgotten a bit, you know, where you came from. And um, I already mentioned in the introduction, um, we started off um, with one single property here in Amsterdam called Park Central. Um, and this was in 2008 and we had an opportunity to build a new brand called Sure Hotels um, so we opened actually Sure Hotels this year exactly 10 years ago so we are celebrating this year our 10 year anniversary of Sure Hotels um, in fact you know we opened Sure Albert here in Amsterdam 10 years ago um, so I'm I'm super proud of that of course um, it also you know comes you know that I'm Extremely, extremely proud of our team. Um, in those 10 years, um, a lot happened. Uh, g- mm. Good stuff, but also, of course, bad stuff in the world. You know, the pandemic. Uh, was really really uh, tense you know for uh for of course globally everyone but especially I think in our industry as well mm-hmm. um, but what I I'm super proud of you know how actually we're coming out you know out of this pandemic and last year was our kind of our comeback year so to say mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really proud you know to to see them and to the um, that they develop with with us with the company mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I mean um, I think That's I'm the most proud of, to be honest, you know, and that we never actually had a standstill, you know, even when the times were bad, you know, that, as I already explained, you know, we were thinking about launching new ideas uh, like the membership club or a new brand like Circle. Um, So, yeah, we keep on going. I'm super proud of that. yeah. Yeah.
0: Good on you. Keep innovating. And I'll yeah. be here to support.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah.
0: Thanks so much, Bram. It's been wonderful talking to you today, and good luck with all the new openings that you have coming up.
1: Thank you so much, Louisa, uh, and thank you so much, you know, for the opportunity. I really enjoyed uh, our conversation.
0: Thanks for listening to the Boho News podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.